Welcome to Edge of the Rabbit Hole in our December 12, 2017 episode, Paranormal Frauds and Haunted Hoaxes. Welcome to Edge of the Rabbit Hole. We have a uh, very interesting show on deck tonight, and of course, now Periscope is seeing an ad over here. So <laughs> we do have Periscope on tonight. We remember them right off the bat. But uh, yeah, paranormal frauds and haunted hoaxes is our topic tonight. So uh, with me, as always, is Vanessa, my co-host, and then we have our chat shenanigator Shauna with us tonight as well. So um, let me fix this ad situation here real quick. So um, I hope. Donna Gorton or Bonnie Halper and one of our Cheshire cats are down there shenanigating the chat tonight since Shonda's here. So, um, well, ladies, good evening. And we, ha we, have, we have ghosty stuff going on. <laughs> so, Shauna has my ghosty. So, I, this is ghosty's brother back here, um, Ghost-er. <laughs> this is the illegitimate child. This is the illegitimate child. There we go. Okay. <laughs> B3 Airspace saying, I have my ghosty with me. Cat Toto is playing with it. All right, cool. Happy to hear that people have their ghosties. So, yeah, we've got a lot of people in the house tonight, which is awesome. And um, just want to throw this out there real quick. We are trying out some new software tonight. So if anything goes a little quirky, then that might be it. So, um, But I think so far everything's looking pretty good. Things are looking a little smoother. Good deal. All right. So far, so good. So far, so good. So, um, yeah, paranormal frauds and haunted hoaxes. Um, there's a lot we could really get into with this. Um, I'm thinking maybe ease people into it a little bit. We'll start off with a couple of the classics and then just let her rip. What do you ladies now, think? Oh, before, before we say anything, I see sure. Tim in there saying hi, and he's going to stay for a minute. So I just wanted to give a shout-out. Oh, hey, yeah, I see him. Yeah, he Woody. normally has to catch it on the flip side on Wednesday, so yeah. this is a treat. Tim, Woody, good to see you. So happy uh, you could stop in. <laughs> so is the is the name change here on YouTube is that permanent? <laughs> or what? well, because it was Super Woody Boy and now he's in there as Tim, so I'm just wondering if he's permanently changing the name and using a different count. What's what's going on? So I don't know. Yeah, I don't Sorry. know. <laughs> all right so in periscope hello down there happy to have you thank you for all the hearts just have to throw that out there of course real quick so tammy sifford is in the house awesome andrew cox lynn's white and um let's see charmy charms and many others there's vanessa throwing up some hearts zippy davis all right so let's get into it somebody stole his email address oh yeah that would be a problem yeah, yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Those that fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck those fucking fuckers. Dirty bastards. <laughs> There's something in the water. You're right. <laughs> All right. So, and there's Donna. She's in there. Um,. So she's taking care of it. She's got the, all the caps and everything going on. And, um,. Also, the um, Super Chat is in effect, so there's always that option, too. So, All right, so let's dive into a couple here real quick. Just do a couple classics, and then, like I said, we can we can roll into it. So kind of warm people up to um, 
some paranormal fraud. So I actually had a, uh, just real quick, I actually had an entire chapter, a top 11 um, paranormal frauds in Encounters with the Paranormal 2. So and there's a video out there as well. So just, of course, have to throw that out there. So uh, here we go. So here's a classic, The Cottingly Fairies. So this one, you know, what's really kind of funny about this is photography was still kind of in its, I don't want to say in its infancy, but it was still pretty young at the time. Okay. And so, I mean, what looks to us now is like an obvious fake. Um, you know, they thought it was legitimate back then. In fact, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, who wrote the, um, the Sherlock Holmes stories, actually commissioned a second set of photographs to be taken. Wow. So, yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, just really kind of, I don't know. To me, it's it's funny how you know we look back on it now as wow. How how did they possibly perceive that that was real? And back then, of course, they were like, oh, it's legit. So it makes you wonder what now are we seeing that we're like, whoa, you know, well, that could be real. The the thing is, um, and that that is such an amazingly good point, and and I'll explain why. When we look at that photograph, yes, today. We look at it and we're like, there is no way anybody would fall for that. But you have to look at the times that they were in and what they were trying to portray and what they were trying to relay to others and the, the feeling that they were trying to give through these photographs. And you're talking about fairies as something otherworldly, right. something that is mystical, that is magical. So you wouldn't expect it to show up in a photograph the same way that you or I or Shauna would. So I, I believe that back during that time, it would be very easy to make people believe that or to lead them along enough to where that they might have hope that it was real. That leads us to what happens today when you're talking about people sending photographs and putting videos yeah. and stuff out there. There are so many phone apps, computer apps, Photoshop, beauty cam. Yep stickers, everything. I did an unbelievably authentic-looking authentic ghost pic in a cemetery in New Orleans. You would be hard-pressed yeah. to figure out that it wasn't real. And the reason I say that is because I used about nine different filters on it. Oh, okay, well. About nine. One, ghost, one little ghost cam pic put through nine different filters, and I did it to prove a point. <laughs> I did it to prove a point. I'm like, this is why I'm so hesitant to believe in so many of the photos out there. If I can't yeah. read something in it, I'm not putting my stamp on it. And I think Shauna would be the same way. I know you would be the same way. If we know we can do it, and I am so inept at photography and at computers that I know somebody else can do it that has better skills than I. Well, yeah, and they had... Um, they have those apps out there that lets you superimpose, you know, the image of a quote-unquote ghost um, onto the photo. And so, you know, I used to keep those on my phone um, just to, you know, verify, okay, is what this person sending me, you know, real or not? I've just kind of been so accustomed to those now I kind of recognize it off the bat. But, you know, I remember we were in an investigation um, at a house we had already previously investigated. And there was activity going on. There's definitely stuff there. But that second time that we had shown up, they showed us 
a pic that they had supposedly taken um, of a you know an apparition of a woman in this photograph, and recognize it right off the bat. This is off the the uh, ghost app. We we left. We left immediately. We packed it up and said, you, you can't show us fake stuff. You guys got stuff going on here. You didn't need to do this, but we're out if you're going to present fake stuff. Shauna, I, I know you've experienced stuff like that, too. Yeah, unfortunately, I get pictures sent to me a lot. Um, and by people that I would normally trust that know better. you know. And I'll tell them the same way I would tell anybody else. I don't care if it's my own sister. If you're trying to pull one over on me. That'll be the last time you do it. Yep. Yeah. Exactly right. And the sad part is, it's like, let's touch base on what Mike just said. Y'all were at a location that you knew had activity. You knew it had it. You had already experienced yep. it. Yet, for whatever reason, those involved thought that it was necessary to make something up in order to make it appear more authentic or more believable. And that's the, that is the question when you're talking about all aspects of the paranormal is we have to ask ourselves, why? Yeah. And I think with, with, do that? with these people, um, they had known we had been on a show. So part of me thinks that maybe it was them trying to you know, present more and try to amp things up a little bit in order you know, for some outside chance of getting on a, on a television show. And there was a question in there uh, a little bit earlier um, about what we thought of uh, investigators from other shows. We'll get to that here in a little bit. Um, <laughs> that. <yeah. laughs> but, um, yeah, and, and so that's something that I think comes up sometimes is, you know, people will fake evidence in hopes that they will get on a television show, which is sad because that's not what this is supposed to be about. You and I have both done shows. We know how they roll. I mean, I have people ask me all the time, as I'm sure Shauna does, and I'm sure you do. They're like, you've had so many experiences. Why don't you submit your stuff to such and such show or such and such show? And I'm like, because I know how they do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you did, you did the, um, you were there for the Guthrie episode for Ghost Adventures that they fucked you over on. But it wasn't so you could get your mug on TV. You've had it on TV. Right. Yeah, I've, I've been there, done that. Um, they had asked for... Oh, so it would be done right. Right. They had asked for my personal experiences of what had happened in the house. They asked for you know some of the history, some of the research I'd done. They were um, asked about my uh, book, Ghosts and Legends of Oklahoma. And that's what I was there for. Um, they decided not to use it. Of course, my problem was making that long trek all the way out there um, and all the expenses it took for me to do that, that they didn't even have the common courtesy to say, hey, we went a dire different direction with the show and cut the part. Um, we lied about the show and cut your part. Yeah. Let's, let's not be sweet. Let's not say a different direction. We lied and put fake shit in and then we cut your part. Well, I didn't think <laughs> we were going to go here right away. But the thing with that was um, the story that they used trying to say that Eleanor McCurdy was haunting that house was ridiculous there's never been any because the only connection he's ever had i mean he had zero connection in life right um the only connection he's had in death is the fact that because of his unique story becky would take people up to the cemetery you know as part of her murder mystery dinner theater to just you know relate this cool you know creepy story to the people that were uh coming to her house and, and doing the bed and breakfast there. 
you know, that, so that was like the only connection. And they tried to make this whole big thing about um, that he was actually haunting the house there, which was ridiculous. So Yeah, it's like, yeah, no, sorry, not. Right. <laughs> and yes, I just did make that sign. I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> but Shauna, you also, um, you know, have had experience with a show with with my ghost story, and there at the cafe. So you've had some experience with that too. Yeah, and to be honest, that that was the most honest one that I've dealt with. I mean, if I, if I had to do it over again, um, I would let them do it because we didn't have to make anything up. Um, you know, we had to recreate stuff in order to have visuals to go along with the stories but we didn't have to fabricate anything and unfortunately there was also well fortunately unfortunately however you want to look at it uh there was there was stuff going on Mm -hmm. you know in real time uh while the cameras were rolling and just pointing at the wrong place at the wrong time so um you know, we were really only dealing with one camera, so. Now see, that, yeah. that's acceptable. That's acceptable. And when you're talking about recreating, you understand that there's going to be a certain amount of dramatic license used. You understand that. But, you know, all-out fraudulency and fakery is, is really where the problem is lying in the field right now. And, you know, Mike, like you said, with, with the fairies, this has been going on. For hundreds, I mean, you know, a couple oh, hundred yeah. years at least. Well, let's get into another one then, real quick, because you know, a, a big one back in the day. Okay, there's the fairies again, but you know, the Fox Sisters. You know, they're they were there at you know the origins of the spiritualism movement, um, and basically what they had done was they're they're tricking their mother and, and making sounds and acting like they were able to. You know, communicate with spirits, and it blew up into this whole huge thing where um, you know, there was a man in their community that ended up accused of, of murder. And there wasn't even a murder at all, um, and of course they you know grew to this very large national acclaim. Uh, they were touring across the country, and you know they admitted later on that yeah, in fact they they were frauds, but it sparked this entire movement. Um, some of which is, you know, real, but a lot of it isn't. Were they the ones that were doing the seances? Yep. The yeah. seances and the See, table moving and the knocks and all that stuff, yeah. Yeah, that's just what I can't get on board with. Because, I mean, if you're going to have a seance, fine. If you want to communicate with the dead, fine. If you want to help people do that through a seance in a group setting, fine. But it's when this happens and... There is an exchange of monies, you know, and generally it's not like a standard tarot reading or something like that. You're talking about an exorbitant amount of money with a promise to deliver. Yeah. And you can't promise to deliver. You just can't. Not even on a tarot reading. Yeah. Katie you Hopkins know? is saying that she gives uh, lectures on those ladies, so Katie uh-huh. could probably come in here and, and teach us a few things about the Fox sisters. Absolutely, I'm sure she could. Yeah. Uh, but it's just things that I just don't understand. And because you have people out there like this, it makes them not want to listen to the stuff that's actually real because it's not sensationalized. Yeah. And where is that? that's the question we need to ask is where is that leading us? 
Well, yeah, you sensationalize anything, and that's... Um, yeah, you sensationalize anything. Oh, there's a little feedback there. <laughs> um, but I, I think that's, you know, where the, the networks come into play, TV comes into play, that um, they're going to go with wherever the money is, whatever sells. And feedback looks like it's coming from Shauna's side. Are you feedbacking on this product? Feedbacking on this product? I'm not doing anything. I'm just. She's sitting just here. sitting there, but the blue bar stayed up. This is a first. This is a first. Yep. It is oh, the bar disappeared, so maybe it's good now. I don't know. No, not so much. No, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shama, just you know who to blame Shana, it on. You know who to blame it on. I can't hear it. Now she can't hear. It. It's Frontier. It's her, her internet provider's crappy out there. Um, yeah, everybody's doing a mag room thing on me, so. Uh oh. I'm just sitting here doing nothing. Okay. <laughs> We do have a uh, question uh, from John Cleaver. Have you heard of a lady named Anita Talbot? Um, I haven't. No. So, can't address no. that one. Yeah, um, I, ha I haven't heard of that either. And then we have uh, we had one from Carrie in there. Um, are you aware of the case of the Lurency Venom? I'm unfamiliar with that as well. Either one of you? Oh. It makes heard of it. It makes one wonder: Do they have different type of hoaxes, and uh, is it regional? Well, you yeah, know? I mean, there's going to be stuff like that all over. Um, but I wonder if there are certain types done in certain areas that aren't done in others. You know, does it? Is there um, like a regional system of belief on on what people can pass over on others? We we've talked about hauntings themselves being regional, as to how the spirits interact mm -hmm. and and act with people. And it makes you wonder if maybe hoaxes and, and, and frauds, it's it's kind of along the same lines. I mean, I called it fast food paranormal because it just really does depend. Or no, it was chi it was paranormal Chinese food. Paranormal all, Chinese food. <laughs> yeah, because it's all regional, you know. Um, but but it's Tammy Heitzman put something in here. It says uh, she was trying to say that hoaxes have always been a thing, which is true. Yeah. And that's part of what's made it so difficult to legitimize our work. Yeah, and I think that's something that uh, we talked a little bit about before the show, that that's something that we wanted to address and how, you know, as authentic paranormal investigators, how, you know, all the hoaxes and all the frauds have made it very difficult um, to legitimize what we do. And that's absolutely true. Um, and it makes one wonder, I mean, would we benefit from any type of organization that kind of oversees it? You know, that, that is, it kind of holds people in check. But then I have seen on Twitter, as I'm sure both of y'all have as well, that there, there are some people out there claiming to have organizations such as this, but they're charging membership fees and won't right. disclose who is doing the viewing and who is deciding. Well, yeah, it, that's, it, it's, it's really difficult. Um, because, for one, there has actually been a lot of money fraud uh, within the field. And also, you would have to somehow agree on a set of guidelines for the paranormal. And because there are so many different 
of differing opinions on the paranormal. Most of what we do is based on theory. Where do you come up with those guidelines and standards uh, for what we do? I, I, that would be extremely difficult to try to put into place. I think that's why there hasn't been, um, you know, a, like one organization to to oversee it all like that. Um, you know, there's been the um, like the American Cyclical Association, which I believe they're still around, um, but from my understanding, they kind of turn their nose up at the you know everyday paranormal investigator. So it that is a challenge as well. So. Shauna, what do you think about that? How would how would we go about putting a rein, you know, on on all of this fakery? How what would you do if you could do anything in order to to, to kind of stop this in its tracks? Public floggings. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, the Fake your evidence, you get Oh my god. <laughs> that would be so awesome, wouldn't it? But it but it's true. It just makes one wonder. I mean, calling you know, calling a spade a spade does help, you know, but it what I have found is that there seems to be a level of fear and in doing that. And I'll tell you why, it's not for the reasons you think. I think that a lot of people in this field still hold such high hopes of getting on or getting their own show yeah. that they're afraid to step on toes. And that is probably the biggest problem out there. Yeah, um, you're right, because everybody wants their you know 15 minutes of fame. Uh, television has done, and there's, John Cleaver is, is asked in there again about you know what we think of television shows and how do we know if it's fake or real. Um, and the, the shows have done a couple of things, both good and both in, in bad, uh, for the uh, paranormal community, in my opinion, in that the good part has been they have given more exposure to what we're doing. And so, therefore, people that were otherwise afraid to relate their experiences for fear that you know, other people would think that they are crazy are now feeling a little bit more comfortable seeing, hey, there's all these other people that are having the same experiences of me. You know, it's kind of popular right now. Maybe I can come forth with my story, too. So that's been a good thing. But then there's been the bad thing of, you know, all the stuff that does get faked, um, you know, all this uh, sensationalizing, the uh, how things just aren't, you know, portrayed the way they really happen in a paranormal investigation. Um you know, Zach getting possessed, you know, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> so, Shauna had to roll her eyes at that. So, what do you think, Shauna? Shauna, what do you think? Um. <laughs> it's okay to say that. You can say you concur. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not even going to approach the Zach subject. I think that people... Oh, I didn't say you have to go there, just in general. I think if people... I think um, that thanks to networks having to have all of the jump scare stuff and try and please, you know, the people that have to see that stuff in order for it to be, you know, good quality entertainment... Um, 
to be honest, I could give one fuck less about that. I mean, I'm more interested in, you know, what's causing the hauntings itself. Yeah. You know, I mean, <clears throat> like with the Swift Match and Gorp and yep. this stuff, you know, that we're, you know, gradually uncovering. That's more exciting to me than anything that any of those shows, you know, can produce, you know, in five seconds. Oh, my God, what was that? Well, you know, sometimes I have some of those moments, too, whenever I was like, what the hell was that? Did you hear that? You know, I mean, I have that, too. I legitimately heard something or else I would not. If you see me on a video saying, oh, my God, what was that? Did you hear that? Did you see that I felt that? You know, that really happened. If I don't feel anything, if I don't see anything, I'm not going to say a word. You know, and I don't give a crap who's bored uh, watching it because guess what? Ghosts don't perform on demand. Yes. I don't care what yeah. those adventures, ghost hunters, ghost whatever, any of those shows, I don't care what they say. It doesn't happen that way. And if you expect that, you're in the wrong field. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of interesting how um, our biggest, our most watched paranormal investigation video that we have full length, you know, hour long, um, is an investigation that we did in Moberly, Missouri, which had very little going on, you know, a couple of EVPs, and, um, but for the most part, honestly, it was kind of a boring video. Um, but it turns out to be our most viewed, and, you know, the comments in there are mixed. Some people, you know, really liked it because it was very, very authentic. You know, we didn't, you know, try to amp anything up or what have you. And, but there were other people that made the comment about, hey, it's boring, there's nothing going on. It's like, but you can't make the paranormal happen on demand. So this is what you get. This is like a real investigation that we did. Wasn't a lot going on. Yes, while we're investigating, there are a lot of moments or very long periods of time where it's boring. We're sitting around and nothing's going on. It's sitting in the dark and, and there's just nothing. It happens a lot. And you just don't get that from the television shows at all. You know, they're walking around. Oh, we heard something here. Oh, there's something over there. Meter's going off like crazy, you know. What I wish that people would, would start to look at more than those jump scares and stuff like that yeah. is when you're talking about something that is deceased, it means it's no longer here, which means it was here well before you were, which means it's historical. Whether it's five years, 50 years, or 500 years, it's historical. And start looking at those aspects of the cases. Yeah. Where you at? Who would have been there at that time? What can we learn from them? What can they tell us about where they are now? Why is that not the focus? Why? why? That is what I want to know is why is that not the focus? Because it, it, it doesn't sell me, as much. It's not as sexy. Intelligence isn't sexy? Learning? I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying to the networks, what according to their numbers, what... Sells for them is when you have the jump scares and, you know, all the other crap going on. To them, that's what sells. It's trash. I get that. You know, and it's, it's, it is, it's, it's not getting us anywhere. If you can look back at the field 10 years ago and see where it was then. And if anybody out there, anyone watching this, can actually tell me what progress we've made in 10 years, I'll give you a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I'll lay a big smacker on you. 
Because as it stands right now, what I've seen is not a fucking thing. Because it's all this wanting fame and wanting to be on TV and, and willing to make those rash decisions to falsify or fake at, at, at any cost have, have I would say, put, put us actually back 10 years prior to where we were, if not longer. Yeah, I mean, I've seen stuff, you know... What was it a few months ago? The the one that was floating around out there of the uh, the thermal camera and you know there's uh, a torso of somebody. Oh, but they're you know they're saying well it's not a reflective surface that's back there. It's like that's a window. I know it's a window. I've been in I've been in the house. That's a freaking dining room window. But okay, you can say there's no reflective surface back there. Well, consider but, the source. Well, yeah. <laughs> so we do have some questions from the chat. Oh, there have been a lot, and um, so we'll get to a few here. Um, so from Tom McNicholas, have you ever been fooled by investigating a fake story? So that's kind of one of the things I think we enjoy doing is tearing apart those uh, urban legends and, uh, and fake stories. I mean, a great example is the Gore Orphanage, the video that we just released last night. Um, you know, it was truly a real tragedy that happened there and all this other stuff got superimposed onto this mansion, you know, some stuff that was from the real orphanage, uh, of light and hope that was up the hill, uh, stuff from a fire that was from the Cleveland area. Um, and then you just had this, uh, you know, creepy mansion that was a ruin down there. Um, so a lot of things just ended up inside of it that became this whole, um, legend, you know, even the naming of the road, uh, cause that got misinterpreted, uh, became a part of the legend. So, um, Shauna, I know you were talking about it a few minutes ago and we're going to talk about it more on inside the upside down tonight. But, um, if you want to chime in a little bit, Shauna on that, cause I know that was, um, you know, a big project that you and I uh, worked on together. Yeah, I've, I've got to be honest. That's this, this most recent video that we did on that one. Um, I mean, it, it was almost kind of like revisiting again uh, through mm -hmm. my iPhone screen. Um, because this one, you know, really kind of took me back there. It really kind of drew me in. So wonderful editing, by the way. Thank you. Um, yeah, it was very, very compelling to me. Um, because from the first visit that I had there, you know, I really didn't get very much. And that happens. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't until, you know, we kind of got some more history on it and discovered a little more of what was going on behind the scenes and realized, you know, once I had, you know, once armed with knowledge, you know, um, then it's a little easier. It kind of, you know, I don't really feel like it sets you up to experience things just because you're going off of the information. I mean, I can see how some people, you know, don't want to have any of the information because they're afraid that that might happen. Uh, for me, you know, having that information is easier to put, you know, triggers out there. You know, it's like, oh, that person, you know, somewhere, you know, there's there's a spirit, you know, down in there that, you know, everybody, it's, it's sitting there. While everybody's going around, you know, throwing questions out in the air that has nothing to do with him or her or right. whoever is there, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, we come along and we have some names and we know something about what happened to them. And then they're like, oh, my gosh, you know, because that time it felt like I was being watched quite a bit more, quite a bit more. Right. And then the energy was so much different. 
you know, because I went in there armed with the knowledge that people had actually suffered in that house, not orphans being, you know, neglected and mistreated and stuff like that, because that didn't go on there. Yeah, it went on up the hills. Yeah. Yeah, that, but that didn't go on there. So, you know, I can see, you know, if I were a, you know, a spirit listening to all this crap, you know, being said about me, I'd be like, well, that's not true. That didn't happen. You know, and then all of a sudden someone comes along and says, you know, hey, um, you know, I, you know, had heard that you, uh, the last time that you were here, you weren't feeling so well. How are you feeling today? Yeah. You know, do you remember the last thing that happened to you? Is there anything that you want to talk about? Is yeah, there anything and, you want anybody to know? Yeah, and you, you know? make a good point about, you know, how would a, you know, a spirit feel if you come in there armed with all this misinformation? You know, are they going to get pissed off um, and not talk to you? Are they going to get angry, lash out? Um, Vanessa, uh, from your perspective being a psychic medium, do you ever, you know, pick up on that from some of these spirits that they're upset with this, you know, misinformation and, you know, fake history that uh, people have thrown out there? Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. And I, I go in from a different perspective than Shauna does. Um, neither is right nor wrong. I, I do go in without information, you know. As a medium, yeah, you kind of have yeah, to, right. It works better for me and um, without disclosing location because you and I talked privately about this after. Um, but there was a particular location that you and Shauna were both at that I was reading for y'all on your on your live feed. And right. I, I gave y'all some information. I, I think I gave it privately, though. I don't know if I put it right there. Maybe I did. Um, and No, I did. You contacted me privately after because y'all weren't aware of this actually going on at the time. You found out that it was correct. But it was personal and it was private and it didn't need to be made public. And I mean, so... That, for me, is how I test myself and how well I'm doing with what, with what I do. But I have actually been in situations where I swear if, the, if they were in corporal form standing next to me and everybody could see them, it'd be like, Sean on one side, you on the other, going, what the fuck is this douchebag saying? Right. You know, because it is it's complete and total malarkey. You know, I mean, I I know of actual locations that people pay to go to that it's not correct. Right. You know, yeah, it's all it's some fake correct. story that's been perpetuated over the years to, you know, draw in the masses. And, exactly, you know, and it money. is one hundred percent not true. Right. The more sensational story brings in more people, and it becomes about the money. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, it isn't just my gut feeling telling me not it's not true. It's research. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you go back far enough on something when it gives you a, a, a bad vibe or, or you get other information from somebody else. And it's and it's you know, like, hey, you might want to check into this and make, you know, let me know what you think. And you start researching it and you're like, why is everybody paying to go there? Yeah. Because the, the whole that didn't happen. Right. is a lie, you know, and it's and I, I I guess that's what bothers me because then again it all comes back to money, and I don't believe that money is this evil doer. I don't, you know. I mean, I would love to have more. 
I would, no, I it's would not the money that. that's doing it. It's the people that want the money that are doing it. Exactly. And it's the misleading of those who don't have mine or, or, or Shauna's capabilities yeah. to know what is and isn't going on. You know, but their hearts are in the right place and they want to learn and they want to know more. And they're being misled by this because of the almighty dollar. And that's what I just find so fucking frustrating. That makes me mad. That's one of the reasons why you won't see me at a lot of locations. You'll see me go overseas. <laughs> I'll save my right. money. You're going to Ireland. Right. Yeah, I'll save my money and go over there because I can drive down. I can drive straight down the center of Ireland, <laughs> castle ruins on the side of the road, park the damn car, and hop on out. There you go. There you and go. And I don't have one fucker standing there with his hand out like this. <laughs> hey, um, catching up with some of the questions here. Um, this is from B3 Airspace. What do you think of the Warrens? <laughs> Anybody want to take that one? What do you think of the Warrens? I mean, I don't know them personally. I mean, Ed's gone. He has been for a while. Um, I have to say very shortly that I thought very highly of both of them never having met them until I have found recent things out. And I am the first person to admit, you know what? I was wrong. Okay. I was wrong. Never having met them, I believed what I wanted to believe and what made me feel better about what I do, only okay. to find out that not everybody has the same intentions. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm kind of, because you know, I've never met them, and I'm kind of looking at it from the outside. Um, you know, my friend Anthony Holmes and his wife Dina have uh, met Lorraine a, a number of times in recent years, and... By all comes from them. She's a very sweet woman. Um, you know, as far as like the the infield case, the way they're you know portrayed in uh, the Conjuring Two, um, you know, they were not involved in the case like that. They were up there for all of like a day, and you know, they basically invited themselves. So it's a it's a great movie, and the the way they portray the relationship between Ed and Lorraine in that movie again of a movie um is a, a lot of the way that i view the way shauna and i work together um but you know that's the hollywoodized version you know i don't know how it worked out in real life um and we just lost shauna oh she's that's back fine. okay um you know what i find kind of you know interesting is you know, reading through uh andrea parent's book um uh light of house or um I'm sorry house of light house of darkness Maybe it's the other way around. Um, House of Darkness, House of Light. Um, but basically, it's the true story of the first Conjuring movie. And um, you know what I found interesting when everything went down with uh, with her mother in the kitchen, and she got uh, you know overcome and, and possessed by something for a little bit, or she channeled something. Um, after that event happened. Roger got up and punched Ed dead in the face. <laughs> so um, there's a lot of interesting things that you know really happened that just weren't portrayed in the movies. But we have this Hollywoodized version of you know who they were and what they were like, and so we don't really know unless you knew them and unless you were in those cases. And so you know, just have like some little glimpses here and there of what really went down back then. 
Yeah, I remember years ago, um, I've worked with Carl Johnson, which I don't know if... Yeah, I've, if, I've worked if, with Carl, yep. Yeah, you know Carl. Um, I've worked with Carl Johnson in Eldorado, Oklahoma, and I remember, he and he never bragged about nothing or anything, but I remember seeing on Facebook, um, after the first Conjuring came out, that it was actually him mm -hmm. who yeah. introduced the Warrens to the parents. Yeah, well, see, and his brother. They basically yeah. walked up to the house. They just knew something was going on with this house, and they basically knocked on the door and were like, you know, is your house haunted? You know, kind of like one of those deals. Yeah. And they walked in. They were like, okay, there's some shit going on here. And then, yeah, they went back and told the Warrens Love later. That's the movie. Yeah. Oh, there's the... the, the the first Conjuring movie is like nothing at all of what of what exactly. really happened. So, but that's a big deal. That is a that is an extremely important part. That is the connection between the Warrens and the parents. Mm -hmm. and, and so, why would that be left out? And that just goes to show you if something as simple but as important as that would be left out, what else is left out? Oh, there's a, there's a lot. You gotta you have to pick up Andrea's books. Um, oh, no, she has I'm a all all things paranormal. Oh, all things paranormal. Show. Okay, I thought you were talking about that specific um, movie in that specific case because uh, you know the, her trilogy of books is it, it it tells you everything that happened back then. There's a lot yeah, of shit that went down. Andrea. So Love, oh yeah. yeah. So um, a couple more things because we're we're kind of backlogged on the uh, on the questions here. Um, sorry guys, but we get into this stuff. It's kind of, uh, interesting. Um, so this is from, who puts it? Oh, Rebecca Gardner. Do you think we should create a paranormal blacklist? That's where it gets tricky. Yeah. Donna? Um, as appealing <laughs> as the idea is, she's and I know Donna thinks it's appealing. <laughs> yeah, she's smirking up there. Yep. Yeah. As appealing as it is, we run into the same problem. You know, who do you trust to create the blacklist? Yeah. Who, you know, who deems who's worthy and who's not, you know? Yeah. I mean, some people might think I'm full of shit. They might think Sean is full of shit or you're full of shit when we're completely legit. Yeah. So it's just that, you know, I mean, how do you do it? And I just, I can't come up with a logical, fair way to do it. Yeah. Even I mean, I, I, I have my own personal blacklist. Same. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> you know, I'll say as far as like lists go, the one that I've um, found compelling, the idea that I found compelling is um, my friend Kathleen Sylvia out in uh, Arizona. Um, she's currently working on a project of putting together a list across the country of... Um, therapists, psychologists, psychiatrists, what have you, that are open to the paranormal. So you can go to them and not fear that whatever supernatural story you tell them that they're going to think you're crazy. This will be a list of people that you can go to and they're quite open to all of that and they're not immediately going to think, oh, you heard a voice, you're crazy, let's put you on meds. You know. So um, these are licensed clinicians. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's okay. putting that together. So that, that's one list there that I'm right. like, okay, that's cool. But as far as like a, a blacklist of, of uh, you know, bad investigators, people are trying to steal your money. It's like I, I get the desire for all of that, but yeah, who becomes the authority over that? 
I don't want to be judge, jury, and executioner. Yeah. yeah I don't want one. that kind of power. I just want to be left alone to do my shit, as I'm sure y'all do as well. Yeah. But I do absolutely love the fact that somebody is taking the time to put licensed clinicians who lean towards the paranormal as well and, and understand and, and don't automatically think you're nuck and futz for wanting <laughs> to talk about that. You know, um, I love the fact that they're bringing the two together because there are some cases, let's just be very honest, there are some cases where the voices that you're hearing and the things that you're seeing are not in any way, shape, form, or fashion paranormal. Yeah. Yeah, schizophrenia yeah. happens. And so if you have... Yeah, if you have that list of people that, that those can go to who have that fear, then that licensed clinician can actually maybe find out, is it, who do, what do we do here, is it mental and not paranormal? I feel, so, I feel much, much more um, comfortable mm -hmm. with that. I had never even thought of that. I yeah. think it's wonderful. No, Big that's kudos a great idea. Please tell her. Yeah. Fucking um, wonderful. <laughs> From Patrick, the crazy Canuck, uh, what are your thoughts on the hauntings of the Tower of London in England? Um, Vanessa, did you go there? Uh, you were out in England, but did you actually go to the Tower of London? I can't remember. I was in London. Um, I did not go to the Tower. I wished I would have. Um, I will say this, and I'm not calling out any specific locations. I'm not calling out any specific people. But... Um, I do have a problem when it comes to well-publicized and uh, well-known locations um, having that type of activity because I have been overseas. I, I, I've, I've felt what I felt there, and I've been in London, and I've been, there's a whole lot of crap going on in London, but it's not... I, I think a lot of it is I'm going to tell this story because it's going to get me written about somewhere or talked about somewhere, and I want to be part of that. If it's if it is almost verbatim what somebody else has said, I automatically question it. I'm not going yeah. to lie because each individual experience is personal and varies to some extent. Oh sure, of course. But there are a lot of places like uh, uh, there are a lot of places where. People talk about the same exact things happening to them. Well, if it's exactly the same every time, that's an imprint. It's not a haunting. Yeah, it's a residual energy. It's residual right. energy. You know, it's like the soldiers in the fields of Germany. Yeah. They're not well, communicating with you. They're marching across the field. There is no interaction. There is no communication. So that isn't that is energy, that is residual energy that's imprinted in that area, in that time, same time of day, same area of land, so on and so forth. If there is no interaction, it's not intelligent. Agreed. Can you document it? Yes. Agreed. Can you change it? No. Yeah. Okay. Um, this kind of goes back to the, to the blacklist. Rebecca Gardner got a little specific. Uh, how do you feel about people welcoming Ryan Buell back to events? Shauna? <laughs> Yeah, here's so my thoughts on it. If you've already, if you've already fucked up once, don't expect me to trust you again. Fool me what? Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Right. Like, I, I, I don't. I. 
it was just blown up in my newsfeed. Brian Buell was all everybody could talk about. I kind of, you know, touched on a little bit of the facts, saw it. I think he personally needs to just keep himself out of the public eye and focus on himself. He needs yes. to stop. He needs to just stop. Yes. Yeah, I mean, if for any chance at all, you have to, like, really lay low and just prove yourself over a long period of time. It, it, it hasn't been long enough. You know, this, all this stuff happened, you know, what, just a couple years ago, and he had been doing it for a long period of time. So, yeah, you, you need a lot of time there to try to, if there any chance to mend some of those bridges. And, you know, I, again, another person I've never met, but, you know, was very influential in the um, in the community early on because of Paranormal State. He won the trust of a lot of people, and he destroyed that trust. So, yeah, it's you, to try to come back immediately and be like, oh, I'm all cool now. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a tough pill to try to swallow. Yeah, you can't come back and say, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no. You know. I mean, I hope you know. I hope he, he you know he is cleaned up and he's on that path. Um, and I hope you know he's he's clean now and he doesn't you know do all the crap with the money again. I, I really hope that you know he's able to redeem himself. That would be a that would be a great redemption story if he's able to do that. You know, I don't want to you know disparage the guy too much, but you know I'm not going to trust him either. But it's like you really got to do exactly. something. And I hope you work it out. And the thing is, any one of us would say the same thing. If it came out a year from now that we had fucked everybody over and that we had lied and, and you know, charged people a bunch of money for stupid shit that we didn't deliver, I wouldn't expect a soul to believe any words coming out of my mouth until I took the length of time it would take to prove myself again, if I so chose to. Yeah. I mean, I don't expect anything out of anyone else that I am not willing to expect out of myself. I don't give a fuck if you've been on TV, if you've been a dick and you've stolen from people and and you have misled people by the thousands. You got a you got a whole lot of trust earning back to do back. You know that's no. just not right. Period. Um, interesting question. A little off topic, but we could we cover it from Jod Runyon. What do you think of tulpas? And it's kind of, I guess it's not totally unrelated. Um, so, you know, a tulpa, basically speaking, or a, a uh, something into existence like Slenderman, uh, for instance, where that could possibly be a tulpa if it truly exists now, but started off totally as internet fiction. And people just, like, really, really, really got into it, and now people are actually reporting sightings of him. So what do you guys think? I had never heard of it. Me either. Okay. <laughs> but there's also a lot of stuff that I've never heard of, including people in the field because I don't watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> that that's and that is kind of funny with Shauna sometimes. Like I'll say well, the reason that I don't reason I don't watch it is because it's T V. Because I know that there's a 99% chance that everything that's going on there, the concept behind it is real. Paranormal activity does happen, but it's not happening the way I know it should. 
And because of that, I just completely tune out TV altogether. There's all kinds of stuff. People that everybody, oh, I got to meet. I have no idea who that is. Right. <laughs> People walk up to me on the street. I don't give one fuck less who they are. I care what I do. I care what you do. I care what he does. I care what real teams are doing. Yes. I Absolutely. That's crap less about anybody else. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I, was, I was mentioning the other day, uh, I was shamelessly shamelessly plugging for a uh, anyone to uh, lobby to get me a happy birthday from Matthew Gray Goobler from Criminal Minds because my birthday is in three months. I'm going to be 46 years old and I really want a happy birthday from him because he's fucking awesome. Um, he's the only one I get starstruck over and he doesn't even have anything to do with the shit. I don't, I don't get starstruck over anyone in the field. Um, I don't by any stretch of the imagination expect anybody to ever feel that way towards me. Right. You know? I mean, I take a tinkle just like anybody else does. I put my <laughs> pants on the same way. You know, I'm sitting here in a ripped-up sweatshirt with no bra on. I'm not special. You know? We are all just people. Um, and I, I, don't, I, don't ex I don't expect that. Therefore, I can't give it. Does that make right. sense? Right. No, it's, it, all of us are highly approachable. You know, people message us all the time. Um, you know, we respond to everybody's you know comments and questions that are, that are put out there. You know, we're just we're people. You know, we happen to do what we do, and people like what we do. So you know, <laughs> um, and and I like, and, and Shauna does too. You know, we like researching all this information and putting it out there for um, for people to learn and discover. You know, it's. That's why we say explore with us, you know, come along for the journey, come along for the ride. Let's all do this together. You know, you might not be able to be in the same room at the same locations with us and all that. But, um, you know, when we play back the videos, you know, we've told people many times that, you know, you're our other set of eyes and ears, you know, because yeah. there'll be, you know, parts of investigation video that, you know, I've gone through, edited all that. And they're like, hey, I saw something back there or I heard something, you know, and it's like. That's awesome, you know. So you guys are doing this with us. Just my best example of that, and I was so pleased. I was so fucking happy this happened. When I was in um, Eastern Pennsylvania, Julia Siokus's house, and we were um, we were doing the pendulum session in the portal room. We caught um, we had it on video, and it was very bizarre because you could see something moving in the mirror behind me. Well, it was just Phil and I in there. There was nobody else in there at that time. And um, a mutual friend messaged Gwen, bless her, because she was afraid to message me because she didn't want to make me mad or hurt my feelings and said, have Vanessa look at that footage one more time and make sure that what we're seeing isn't part of her shirt or her hand holding the, the string of the pendulum or something. And it, it broke my heart a little bit. That she was worried that I would be offended. What that gave me a chance to do was go back and look at that footage and be able to see it with a new pair of eyes. And granted, we were right. It wasn't because you would have seen the string. Right. If, if it was what she thought. Um, and you couldn't. But I appreciated that. That made me look at that footage as somebody not in it, but observing it. Right. And I thought that was such a growing moment for me. And I made sure that Gwen knew to tell her, please don't ever be offended about that. 
If you question anything I do, please let me know because let me look at it in a different way. Let me see if there's something I've done wrong. And I, I, I wish that others in the field had that same viewpoint. Yeah, I'm all open to other suggestions, other ideas. I mean, like that EVP that I have, my teeth are warm. I don't know how many people have told me, well, I hear this, I hear that. And that's that's fine. I'm open to it. It might not be what I think it is I that I hear. It might be one of those other uh, possibilities that somebody else has thrown out there, and I, I welcome it. You know, I'm not I'm not sitting there like, yeah, no, it's it's what I say. Yeah, dirty bastard. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, Ryan Oak put something here. I want to. He says going back to the fake paranormal stuff. Mm -hmm. What do you think about those proof videos or caught on tape stuff? And the hype about it. Also, what are your thoughts about the rare few that are real? This is actually a very interesting question. Yeah. For those that aren't aware of what he's talking about, we see it all the time mm -hmm. um, on uh, social media. Those uh, CVC tapes, the, yep. the, 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 the circuit, you know what I'm talking about, whatever the they closed are. Closed circuit television uh, cameras. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah. I'll give one uh, for an example. It's the one um, where he goes up to the hotel room and, you know, there's something that's supposedly going on inside, and he ends up going in, he runs out down the hall, and you see, like, this apparition follow him out. And my thing about that was, why in the hell is this camera pointed directly at this door? You know, that's not the way the cameras are set up down the hall. They're set up up and down the hall, but not directly at somebody's hotel door. Yeah. So, throw it out. That, that, but a lot of people swear, oh, no, it's yeah. real, it's real. No, yeah. it just, it, yeah. it got a million some odd views on YouTube is what it did. Yeah. It's just another form of entertainment, just like some of the shows are. Yeah. Um, on the rare few that I can recall, um, being able to make me question whether or not it was real, because for the most part, I'm just like, yeah, it's fucking fake, whatevs. You know, um, for the rare few that make me question it, I, 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 I like that, and I, I want to see more, um, but I'm always, unless I know the people who have done it, or like Shauna, you know, where she's like, if, even if I know you, I'm going to call you out if that shit's fake. Hmm. Um, I, I want, I, I'm still going to go over it with the eye of a detective. I'm going to be yeah. watching that clock on it. I'm going to be checking for any variances in that. I'm going to be checking for any clips in the film that look like something has been edited out, pieced together, spliced, anything. Um, even if it's 100% real, I'm still searching. Yeah, and and Shana, maybe you can speak to this too. But um, you know, the the way we question any of those videos, people can question our videos, and I'm open to the questioning. Um, because most of the people that watch our videos don't know us from, you know, the next person. So, um, I'm Shauna, I, I know you, you know, let's get your opinion. Yeah. I mean, I know it's, it's easy nowadays to, you know, fake stuff. Um, and I know just because I say that, you know, I'm not the type of person that would, you're not the type of person that would. The type of people that would do it are also saying the same things. Yeah. So, you know, um, I mean, it is what it is. You know, people can believe what they want. I would think that the thing that would set, you know, 
I'm not going to say just us because there are other teams out there. There's, there's that a are, lot of good teams you know, out legitimate there. Legitimate yeah. and doing it and doing it from a historical standpoint, you know. But um, you know, if a team is going out of their way to get the history, the historical side out there first, and try to debunk, you know, what's going on first, you know, I will put a whole lot more faith in someone like that before I would you know, watching a video and, you know, someone jumped, you know, they said that they heard they saw something or whatever, you know, um, like I said, you know, I'm just not as interested. Yeah, we have videos where stuff like that happens to us, you know, um, you know, I'm there and I know what happens, you know, you trust me when you're there, you know what happens, yep. but there's a lot of people watching that, that weren't there, you know, so it's just a trust issue thing. And unfortunately, there are a lot of idiots out there that ruin that for everybody else. True enough. Um, we do have a really good question in here. I'm so glad this was brought up because I didn't rem remember to do it. Bridget Willis asks, um, what do you think about the movie The Entity? It was a year ago, maybe, that I actually researched this to a certain degree and actually read some of the police reports. Yeah. Um, you'll have to speak more about it then. I mean, I haven't seen the movie since... I was a kid, only saw a part of it. I have, however, I, I've been by the house. <laughs> I, I I would love to go by the house. I haven't seen the movie since I was a child either, on purpose. Because above all else, above The Exorcist, Amityville, which you know people's opinions vary on that. Um, all you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, all the different scary movies from when I was a kid. The Entity did the most damage to me psychologically. Um, and it, it, it's weird that I would suffer a small well, portion of a similar situation with what I deal with here. Yeah, well, but you're I've talking abuse and rape by something completely unseen, so... Exactly. Yeah. Um, I've read some of the police reports on that. Mm -hmm. And I have, I have to lean towards the fact that I would say, for the most part, what I read was accurate. Okay. And if that doesn't terrify you, I don't know what does. No, that's right. that's as far as I'm going to go with that one because it makes me extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. All right, and with that, I'm gonna have to wrap it up. It's holy uh, shit! Yeah. <laughs> it's been over an hour, and um, wow. Yep, we gotta do shout outs and get another show off here in 15 or 20 minutes. So it goes by quick. It goes by quick. Yeah, really appreciate the turnout tonight, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Um. So we'll get some shout-outs here, and um, yeah, even Tom McNicholas is like, holy shit, yeah, it went right by. <laughs> um, oh, very important question, is Ghosty toxic-free? Because the cat loves it, yes. Ghosty is toxic-free. <laughs> and that's yours is not the only cat that has gotten to Ghosty. Going to Clapper's cat did too. <laughs> All right, so let's get into... Um, the shout-outs. Uh, thank you, Donald Gordon, for um, taking care of the chat tonight. Really appreciate that. Um, of course, we just said Beat 3 Airspace. Joe Chandler. Thank you. Joe Chandler has a ghosty on the way. Um, Alan Wurtzbaugh. Thank you very much. Brian Rose. Thank you as well. Robert White from Australia. Right. Appreciate it. Zippy Davis. Thanks for tuning in. As always, Don Francisco. Spooky Spectacular. Thank you very much. Uh, Andrew Covich. Thanks for dropping in tonight, buddy. Um, hope everything's going well with you. Uh, Andrew Cox, Andrew number one, thank you as well. Uh, Jen K, thanks for dropping in again tonight. 
Um, Lisa Butts of MCHPR, thanks for coming in tonight. Uh, Tammy Heitzman, thank you once again. Tammy's got one of those cool uh, <laughs> hoodies now. Um, Katie Hopkins, uh, thank you for joining us tonight. Um, no, I don't have the little chat screen up right now because, like I said, we're using a new software package, and we'll have that for next time, so I... Just been very busy. Uh, Sean Gilmore, uh, Activision Paranormal, thank you as well. Uh, Rin Oak, thank you for dropping in. Uh, Creepy Karma, thank you as well. Katie Palmer, um, who else do we have? Diane Hilbert, I may have already said. <laughs> Bridget Willis, thank you for coming in tonight as well. Um, we've had a lot of people in tonight. I really do appreciate it. Um, okay. Let's see who else we had. Um, who was the guy that had a bunch of questions earlier? He was... Um, I'm missing him. I think I know where I already got Donna. Uh, Lynn's White, thank you. Of course, we also had Periscope. Uh, I know Tom McNicholas and Lynn's have been down in there. And yes, thank you for the hearts, Periscope. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, hey, needs to go up and hit that like button. Don't yeah. let me cut Oh, that. and you know, if you guys haven't subscribed to the Hunter of Media channel yet, please go ahead and do so. We have over 400 videos now out on here. So it's not just the live stream. We have all the investigation videos Friday night, Ghost Frights, and the like. John Cleaver, there he had a bunch of questions tonight. Thank you for uh, for those questions. Really do appreciate and it. We are trying to hit our 5,000 subscriber mark before the end of the year. Yes, yes. So please share out the channel because we're um, last I looked we were at 47.26. So. 300 or 274 more. Uh, Gwen was in for a minute. Gwen was in for a minute. Awesome. Jerome Rubino. There you go. Um, Bridget Willis says she got her hoodie. That's awesome. So, yeah, the uh, you can find the hoodies out at, um, well, you can just go to hauntedroadmedia.com, go into the merch section. There'll be links in there. Uh, but you can also go to spreadshirt.com slash hauntedroadmedia. That's where all the uh, shirts and hoodies and everything are. But you can also get the ghosty out of Hunter Road Media as well. So, um, there you go. Um, I think that's going to wrap it up and be about it for the night. So really do appreciate everybody. Uh, had a great show, Vanessa, Shauna. Um, I appreciate that as well. So Shauna and I will be back for inside the upside down, um, here in about 15 or 20 minutes. I got to, um, switch stuff out and, uh, get everything ready for the next show. So, um, Don Francisco, refresh refresh is your friend <laughs> i have to say that if it doesn't automatically kick up for you <laughs> refresh the screen so it'll come back up she's missed that twice now <laughs> it's funny oh <laughs> uh, it can be orton was there as well cool um all right so we're doing um what uh, haunted haunted legends history that sort of stuff uh next show uh we're going to cover a lot of Gore Orphanage, which was our big video that we just posted last night. So we're going to go uh, in-depth on some of that stuff, and we'll probably hit some other uh, locations as well since we'll just be naturally talking about the subject. So so stay tuned, stick around, and we'll see you in about 15 or 20 minutes. So I'm Mike, there's Vanessa, there's Shauna. See you soon. <laughs>